0: You are listening to the G2 Radio Network. Stand by for a five-part series coming up. We're going to take care of part one today as we interview Osiris and talk about his awesome book, Sacred, right here on the G2 Radio Network exclusive interview series. And I'm here with Osiris, and this is very special that I get to talk with this this young man. I worked with him at a previous military base, and I always remember him talking about writing a book about poetry and also illustration books. And he has published a book called sacred and i am so honored that i get to be with him today to talk about this amazing book with osiris how are you today
1: oh my goodness i'm over the moon thank you so much for having me this is this is unbelievable it's a dream come true hey thank you very much
0: it's my pleasure oh my goodness um and so this book came out when did this book come out
1: it um it officially came out on Halloween. <laughs> uh, yep, October thirty first, two thousand twenty two. That awesome. day specifically is one of my favorite days of the year. So I wanted to wanted it to be on that day.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. So I guess what we can do now is get into some of the questions and um, about this book. And uh, first, let's talk about the title. Mm-hmm. What inspired you to come up with the title "Sacred"?
1: And so for me, uh, uh, it was a lot of things, but um, most of what I hold dear to me, I, I felt there was something of a, of, a, of of sacredness. I don't think that's a word, but something uh, that verges more in terms of it being um, uh, powerful to me, um, something almost ancient esque. And so, like my idea for sacred was to. Um, uh, create something of kind of like a, a tree, right? Where you, you you plant a seed and you let it grow, and everything that is talked about in sacred, um, every every uh, every page of a poem is somewhat of uh, a tree branch, and each of those are going to be some sort of a reference in either one of my future books um, or um, just a reference in general, and so I guess. I don't know if that answered your question but i guess to answer your question directly um the reason why i chose sacred is because i felt that it was a powerful one word um word that can speak to how deep uh, things are to me from the poetry book
0: yeah yeah no that makes total sense and when you were talking about uh each branch i mean that's a, a a sign of growth and expanding and whatever comes along with that in the journey so i i really love it is sacred right every breath mm-hmm. we take and yes, uh, being able to get up in the morning so that's awesome and al you had referenced uh the the title and a branch they're actually on the cover the illustration tell us about that inspiration because there is a tree on the cover
1: mm-hmm. yes so a tree um, ever since I was a, I was a child, um, I would I had this fascination with with the forest. I never really got to explore it as a, um, as a child. Um, though I had this like infatuation with video games like The Legend of Zelda and I would always go on these adventures, but the trees have always been synonymous with my thought process. and so it wasn't until I got married and my wife um, Melissa, she says um she she got me in into one of the and hikes and we would always go to these forests like to tehachapi or different areas and so those trees just it always felt like like home and so um one of the one of the moments um when we went to one of the forests i sat down on it like next to a tree kind of like the book cover sat down on the tree and was just thinking of different things um and so that book cover was inspired by um my idea uh, by, by my um, infatuation with the forest and me being at peace with the forest. And then that rose um, represents the love I have for my family and how, and my wife and my children, and how things just kind of flow um, one petal at a time. You know, you kind of want to give those uh, a rose while they're still alive. A lot of people don't give people their flowers until after they passed away. And so that's just me sitting in front of the tree, just thinking about life. And as the wind blows, it blows the the rose petals into the wind. And then the title sacred, I have it kind of being dispersed, kind of broken into little pieces, kind of like we're running out of time. That's yeah. why on the back of the book, it says cherish time more than money, with time being in red, um, the match that of the rose. And there's also a little puzzle piece in the word sacred. And a lot of the illustrations in my future books um, there's always going to be a reference to a puzzle piece. And that's actually a direct reference to my son, Abel, who's autistic. And of course, with autism, the representation of autism is a puzzle piece. And so I always like to include that. So I know that's pretty deep, um, but that's where the idea came from. The title, then I forgot to mention, the, the actual name of my wife came up with it because I was, I was trying to think of something that I kind of threw out a word like sacred. She said sacred timeline, sacred, but she was really bent on the word sacred. And so it stuck. And so I also got a lot of inspiration from my wife. She also really sat down next to me and helped me come up with the concept of the book cover. So she gets a lot of the credit (laughs) as well.
0: Yeah. No, it's it symbolizes everything that is important to you and how it is illustrated on the cover and the back of this book. And it is it's it's amazing. It's beautiful. And very, very impactful. Now that I know the story behind it. um, Yeah, it really brings those pieces together. And the symbolism is just amazing. And so you did a great job. And so did she at coming up and putting everything together. Uh, for the title, and for the title and the cover to really seamlessly tie together. And so that that is a phenomenal piece of work that y'all did together. Now, well, let's talk about um, the inspiration behind writing the book. Kind of mm-hmm. walk me through that process.
1: Oh, man. So I grew up writing a lot of poetry, and um, I used to write music, but a lot of it was poetic. And, you know, life happened and then I just stopped writing and then it kind of came back to me in my dreams or came back to me in different signs or billboards or little, you know, little nuances like that. But I was ignoring it. Um, It wasn't until last year um, I was um, I was on paternity leave. And then I came back and I was gone for two weeks of leave. And I told my wife, hey, I feel like writing a book. And this was a children's book. It was a different book. So I I feel like writing a book. She was like, really? I said, yeah, so I ended up writing a whole book, and I think in like about a week, two weeks time. And then um, I was also like, you know what? I feel like I feel like I can go into poetry, you know, um, cause I used to do a lot of poetry. And she said, you know, you shoot for it. So I just opened my phone and I just started writing poetry on my phone. And I said, you know what? And it was just random poems that didn't make the book. Um, some of them did, um, but I said, I feel like writing an actual book, I want it to flow in a certain way and I wanna just talk about um, my experiences with me finding my gifts and being able to kind of draw inspiration to people and would like for the things that I speak about in my poetry to actually directly speak to somebody. Um, and there's different things throughout the, uh, the the book where I touch on my, um, my love for, for discovering yourself through your gifts um, and also talking about, you know, uh, different people who you've encountered and what they've done to me and what they mean to me as well as my family. Um Um yes, yeah, sorry, I kinda of going off on a tangent, but I hope that answers your question.
0: Yeah, no, that's that is. There's a lot of uh life happenings that have you've experienced and um we are all experiences in the making and so you've applied a lot of what has happened to you into something uh, that is tangible in this book. And so people can really dig deep into your life and the experiences you've had uh, by you putting them in this book. And so I hope that you will continue to Uh, dig out some of those old poems and continue to try to push them into your next book that you're going to do. So this is just the beginning, and it's only going to grow from here and take off from here. And so with this particular book, though, there are five chapters in this awesome book. And so what inspired their names and what inspired or what dictated the order that you would put the names of the chapters
1: mm-hmm. that's a really good question and um so the the, the kind of answer is straightforward it was um i wanted to tell a story through just the chapters um without if, if the person weren't to read the poems they can just read the chapters and see that that actually means something like this is what means this is what he uh um, these things mean to him um now as far as the order goes like um i have to look back from the top of my head, but uh, appreciation uh, right, uh, of life. Uh, finding purpose was the first chapter. Uh, that Finding purpose is you were learning about yourself. You're finding out that this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm able to actually feel like I have a purpose in my life now and move forward. And then the next one, uh, um, the next chapter I want to say, I think I believe was appreciation of life. Sorry, uh, I have a lot of stories in my head, so I can't quite remember the second one. But um, I do remember the third one being Mental health, And I wanted, and the Mental health is actually the thickest chapter as well. Um, I wanted that to be in the middle. Most of the time, people generally remember the beginning of a story and the end of it, not necessarily in the middle, but I wanted the middle to have a good chunk of it. I wanted some piece of that to be remembered. And so, you know, throughout your life, you kind of go through ups and downs. It might start out great. Then you might go through some problems and then it might end well. So I kind of wanted that to be a reflection of, and that middle piece, the mental hell, is where I encountered a lot of people. Um, a lot of the stories that I've talked about wasn't my stories specifically. It was people. Uh, some of them was mine, like the bullying portion, the um, not black enough, um, the you know paranoia one or the paranoid one. Those were me. But um, some of the other stories uh, were people that I've met that I got their permission to be able to somewhat tell their story um, or things that like that, that affected me deeply. Um, I wanted to talk about it. I think one of them I talked about the young uh, young child Gabriel, um, who well, who unfortunately had passed away in uh, Palmdale, and we lived next to Palmdale. My wife went to school with um, I think with with the relative of Gabriel, and so that and he and I shared the same first name, so it was it was deep to me. And then this, the fourth one was about my family. Um, just wanted to acknowledge, you know, this is this is where it began uh, with my with my parents and my siblings. Um, And then also the last chapter I wanted to end it on that note of this is what's most important to me in my life And actually the way that the fifth chapter is written is actually written from when I met my wife To what can possibly be, you know, you know the future But it was my wife and then I talked about my oldest son then my oldest twin and then the youngest twin And then I touched back on, and then there was one I talked about an unborn child we um, you know a daughter. I never had and then yeah, so it um, In short, those chapters in that specific order is pretty much a, this is what I appreciate after finding who I am. This is the stuff I went through to help me grow into this person. And at the end of it, I found all this love and I kept pushing forward.
0: Perseverance, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's in your book also. So, no, that that is awesome because it really does from the cover through the first chapter, second chapter, third chapter, fourth chapter, and fifth chapter, it gives a snapshot of what you've experienced mm-hmm. and how you have articulated it in, an, in a way, um, a literary way, to put it into to words about that and how descriptive you are. Um, and the words and the placement of the words in each one, as I was reading through, I could definitely... Uh, feel the emotion and I was pulled in to the book even more and more and then before I knew it I'm like but darn I'm on the last last part so I got to read that last part about the book and mm-hmm. um, the inspiration and and the items that um, you know you hold near and dear and giving mm-hmm. the credits and so that i I really love so um we are going to continue this discussion with osiris so make sure you tune in for more questions right here on the g2 radio network i'm jason gordon thanks for tuning in today to the g2 radio network exclusive interview series